Going into the last round, what does your corner say to you? Do you think if you had more time after the fight, you would have been sure and who's the person you would like least to fight? Susan Sigari here with Tanya Triple Threat Evinger, who has a big fight coming up in just a few weeks at UFC 229. Hey, Tanya, it's late, but thanks for taking the time to speak with me tonight. You know I'd wait up for you, girl. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for having me on. I appreciate it. It's been so long. I feel like for you, it's, you know, the first two, the last two fights for you have been sort of like a bad luck karma for you. You've been, I know it seems like, it doesn't seem like it's what, two years since you've had a, a fight or is that possible? No, I fought, um, Chris, I fought a little over a year ago. Well, you know, it just seems too long. Maybe we should be doing more interviews more often. That's probably what it is. <laughs> right. Right. We're not going to get into the Chris thing now because I want to talk Aspen Lad. Um, your last fight, though, there was an injury with your opponent, so it was canceled. And then before that, you also had an injury. How do you work that out mentally going into this next fight with Lad? Um, you know, I've had plenty of injuries throughout my career and um, not just this sport and multiple sports I played. So for me, it's just, uh, you know, another, you know, barrier to get over and, and uh, just got to keep going. So there's a lot more uh, things out there that are harder hitting than just injuries. So I've been in this sport for a long time and this is not like one of the worst things that have happened to me. So, you know, it's it's uh, for me, it's just about, you know, getting back the time that I lost. So how do you think you match up stylistically with Lad? You definitely seem to have the octagon advantage as far as experience level goes. Yeah, definitely. I, I think that um, when it comes to fighting me, I think every coach out there thinks they have me figured out. Every fighter out there thinks they have me figured out. And at the end of the day, they, they don't. You know, I, I've been fighting 14 years now, and um, I just have a different style. I'm really unorthodox, and I think I'm – I'm one of those people that you could probably sit there and pick their game apart, but you aren't, you aren't really seeing what's going on. So I think that for the most part, everybody I fight is, is uh, in for a surprise, you know? So I think it's going to be the same way. Um, I do, I do, you know, think she's up and comer and, and very talented and stuff like that. But, you know, I, I just, I plan on winning everything. It's funny you just mentioned that she is up and coming and talented because in an interview I saw earlier today on YouTube, Aspen Ladd said she is, quote, prepared and has had you on her radar for a while. Your thoughts? <laughs> I mean, uh, I was the Invicta champion, yeah. so I think everybody in my weight class had me on their radar. And I, I think that every time you saw somebody fight me, I was yeah. down in the odds or I was in the presses. You know, if I beat this girl, I beat that girl, then I'll really be worth putting on the rankings and this and that many people got stuff so twisted you know yeah. i uh i am the champion so there's a reason why i'm the champion i think that these these girls have to beat me and uh it isn't an easy job mm. we're a few weeks away from training camp how's that going and how's your weight cut going my weight cut's good i uh, woke up right on when i wanted to wake up today everything's going good there uh training is good i feel good you know it's just uh Getting out the kinks and, and figuring out what, what I'm going to do for this camp and, and for this fight and what I need to change up and, uh, you know, go from there. Do you think Aspen has any unique challenges for you? I mean, she is an up-and-comer. She's hungry. You have the octagon experience. How does that work in your mind when you're trying to break down the fight and get ready for it? 
Uh, you know, I don't do too much um, research on my opponents. I've seen her fight okay. probably more than most people just because she fought for Invicta and uh, on several cards that, that I did. But um, aside from that, you know, I, I don't really worry too much about what other people are doing, you know, maybe for the defense part of it. But for the offense, I plan on um, being offensive the whole time. I plan on uh, being in control the whole time. So, you know, for me, it's just about doing what I need to do and being prepared myself. Now, today, on September 20th, because this will probably air next week, so I have to quote it at September 20th today, I was looking at the uh, the huge UFC press conference between Khabib and Cotter. Did you get a chance to watch that? No, I didn't watch it. I <laughs> okay. didn't watch it. I was at training. All right. Well, you missed some fireworks. You know, it's a big fight for the UFC. Cotter's got his whiskey, and Khabib's got his... They were yelling at each other. It was the, I actually thought it was the Connor show. I kind of missed it after a while because I haven't right. seen him in so long. You know, you miss his charm and his personality. And Khabib was in there and they were just getting into it. Any nerves or extra pressure on you? Because this is such a big UFC card. Um, no, I mean, my last fight was on the biggest card right. last year. So I don't really... Uh, I don't know. I'm not like starstruck by people. I'm not into all the big parts of the sports and stuff like that. I, I mean, I see myself as one of the athletes myself and, and right up there with them. So nothing really feels out of reach for me in a sense, you know, so um, I don't really see anybody on any kind of higher level aside from pay, you know, yeah, but yeah. aside from that, you know, it's, it is what it is. Um, I played on all levels and, and I've been up at the top. So, you know, it's, yeah. it's not a new scene. Just another day at the ballpark for you, right? Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> Good for you. Now, i got to ask you, because Connor made this big thing about whiskey. Do you drink whiskey? And if you do or don't, when you go out to UFC, because Connor's going to be on the card, will you try his whiskey? I do drink whiskey. Ooh. I drink lots of whiskey, actually. Um, <laughs> uh, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, maybe if he gives me a bottle. Yeah. All right. We'll have to see about it. I'll mention that to PR. Connor, Tanya wants a bottle of Irish whiskey. Yeah, man. Better give it Send to it her. Over. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Since we last spoke, you're in a committed relationship. I'm so very happy for you because I see your posts on Instagram and they're just amazing. How has that made a significant impact in your life? Um, you know, I try to, for the last few years, I, I've definitely, um, for a long time now, I've definitely tried to stay single. I feel like that uh, for me, I just perform better. I feel like uh, it takes away from my like attention in a sense of what I need to focus mm -hmm. on. But uh, you know, I don't know. Um, I like this girl, so yeah. whatever. Okay. I wish you best of luck. I see all those pictures Thank and it you. just makes me happy. You know, we're speaking about relationships, and I, I discovered something I wanted to ask you because we had spoken about this off camera. You said you'd be kind enough to address this issue. Um, I have all different kinds of friends, black, white, gay, straight, bi, married. I'm married to MMA. Uh, you know, <laughs> in a relationship, not in a relationship, skinny, fat, tall. I don't really pass any judgment. But I see a bit of a double standard, even at this day and age now. Even with Ronda Rousey, thank you, Ronda. I'm not really into that Catholic thing, but thank you, Ronda, again. Um, for <laughs> kind of bringing the sport to its forefront, I still see a very big double standard between so athletes that are quote unquote marketable and athletes that are not. What are your thoughts on that? Uh, you know, it's um, one of them situations. I don't think it's um, anything that's like hidden and everybody doesn't know what's going on. I think I'm a victim of the same circumstance, yeah. you know. It's just girls get favored, you know, and, and you see the same thing in the guys and, yeah. and what they can sell. But 
you know, to be honest, I, I really feel like UFC can sell anything they want to sell. It's just um, who they want to put money into and, and the look they're going for. So, you know, the girls are, are really one-sided. The guys, you know, you can you can have any kind of looks, just have a personality or right. something that looks unique, you know. The girls, you kind of just have to be pretty, you know, yeah. and uh, you get you get most of the attention. But I don't know. I, I mean, it's all overrated to me. I just want to feel good about myself and, and do the best I can. And feel like I did it on my own terms, you know, and and the way I felt most comfortable. So it it doesn't really matter to me. I'm always fighting uphill. Good for you. And get in there, just kick some butt, right? That's all, because that's what you do, because you're a triple threat. (laughs) I love that about you. Um, We spoke earlier in the interview about Cyborg. I love Cyborg. I love you. I'd like to see a rematch. Any thoughts on that? Have you given that any any attitude at all towards moving forward with your camp? Or have they suggested that, as UFC suggested, or anybody? Oh yeah, yeah. They, um, I've actually said that after the last fight. Um, I did go out and spar with her. She was obviously a little bit bigger. She's out of camp, but uh, you know, I, I feel like with an eight-week camp and all, and and yeah. you know, the weight being a little closer than uh, you know, it, it would be a, a completely different match. Aside from that, I, I really don't care who I fight. As long as they're paying me money, I'll fight. So you didn't find anything unique about her style then, because I didn't know you sparred with her. When was that? That's interesting. Uh, that was during this camp, actually. I went out there for uh, like two weeks out to California, and they had me jump in there. Uh, she was quite a bit bigger than when we fought, so there's a little bit more weight behind the punches, and and I'm coming off the injury, so it was like probably my first or second sparring, you know, since, you know, like the injury so it's it was it was a rough day for me Mm. with jason perillo right yeah Yeah, i like him hi jason we love you speaking of jason perillo tito ortiz is fighting chuck liddell you want to give your predictions now or do you not care (laughs) i think tito's got it uh i went out actually to california to train with tito so um i think he's in great shape he he still does uh so much training like like he's still in camp or something. It's it's crazy. Um, still trying to make that money, I guess. Yeah, I was so nervous when I did an interview with him because it was Tito, you know. And but in the middle, yeah. it was just a, a audio interview many years ago, and he was just so charming and so nice. And I had my little book, like a like a total MMA geek as well. You know, I was reading his book over and over again. I was trying to be really cool, and asking quotes and, and, and information. And I looked like that person on a broadcast news underneath. I was just like sweating and nervous. And he was just a great guy. In fact. <laughs> I'm going yeah, to see the fight, and I'm going just as a fan. Gosh darn it. I just want to sit in the audience and watch that. So I'm excited for that. Before we go today, Tanya, anything you want to add at all? Shout out. Give us your social media handles, please. Uh, yeah, my social media is just my name, Tanya Avenger. You can find me on all Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Um, aside from that, I just give a shout out to my sponsors, uh, Never Tap Canada, uh, St. Michael's Emergency Rooms, my gym, Defenders Martial Arts. Um, you know, I just, uh, just, you know, those guys alone and, and helping me out along with my coaches and stuff, uh, you know, I, I definitely wouldn't be where I'm at. So, you know, I appreciate everyone's help and, and stepping up and, and providing everything I need to make this all happen. Tony Ebinger, thank you so much for your interview. I won't be at the fight, but I'll be watching it here. Wishing you good luck and the rest of the people on UFC 229. You can catch that fight on UFC pay-per-view on October 6th, by the way. You better get that pay-per-view and you better get to Vegas if you haven't already got your ticket because I hear it sold out. Tony Ebinger, again, thank you so much. I appreciate your time and good luck. Thank Thank you very much. I appreciate it. 